What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you reach your goals in far more than just health and wellness. Today, we'll be diving into a new mailbag episode. Our question sent in deals with gym anxiety. Today, we'll answer a few questions and leave you all with tips to overcome this gym anxiety. As always, we are your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahat. Join us on this conversation, and let's see where it takes us. Yo, nice, nice uh, question that we're going to unpack here. How's it going? Yeah, for sure. Now, very uh, excited for this one. I think it's, you know, it's a very common challenge that people face, especially especially people that are going to commercial gyms, maybe you're new to fitness or just, you know, in general, I think over the course of what's happened from the COVID times till now, like people have gotten more like social adverse, like not used to coming in contact with people for that period of time. So harder to get back into it after, you know, a lot of people like dealt with that and are dealing with it. So yeah, a lot to to go into. Um, I guess to give a little bit of a backstory about the question that we had submitted to us for today is it really comes down to essentially, so it's female in a gym. Um, basically, when they go, they start to change their workouts based off of either if there's people on different machines, people on different like workout equipment, or maybe just too many people in a specific area. Um, so really looking for some tips on how to become more confident and not get so anxious going in. Um, one story that I guess happened to this person that they shared was, you know, they were doing dumbbell 21s. for the, So for those who don't know, essentially what that is, is like you'll do half of the range of motion seven times, then the bottom half of a curl range of motion seven times, and then full range of motion seven times. 21, you get 21 reps in there, you know? Um, so when they were doing one of the halves, someone came up and like tried to correct their form while they were in the middle of a set. So now it's just like, they always think whenever they're doing some type of exercise that this is going to happen again. So essentially what this has led to is now they find themselves reverting to working mostly on machines and cables, as opposed to dumbbells, barbells, and things like that. Cause it's harder for someone to come and correct you on a machine just because the, the movement the, is more fixed as far as like the, the movement pattern goes compared to if you have a dumbbell, you can, you know, kind of change up your, what you're targeting. You can angle your arms in out, you know, lay on a bench to get more range of motion, whatever it is. So there's just more variety there. So that is the backstory and that's what we're going to dive in and unpack today. Yeah, I think it's a really powerful question sent in. So thank you to our uh, friend who sent this in. And I do want to talk about the 21s and just the form in general, because I'm definitely one of those people who, you know, I have, I train at the studio that I, I work at, but I also have a general membership at another space just so I can get, you know, change of scenery. And in my shoes, being a fitness professional, you know, like sometimes I do want to say things, but I, I usually don't. Um, but I bring that up because I think there's a good way to approach it sometimes. If it's something you really think that you can help at, sometimes it's as simple as just start some small talk. Hey, I love what you're doing there. I just have a quick question. Like, what are you, what are you targeting? Or, Hey, can you like teach me that? Cause I bring that up. You don't know, sometimes changing a certain angle on a movement will target a body part a little differently. So this person who approached 
um, who someone who sent this message and we don't know that like, or that a person who asked or mentioned a coaching tip, they don't know that, Hey, that was a partial rep. They just think that this person's like doing this and they think that's the only right way. So they're essentially doing a little bit more harm than good. And that may have not been the intention. And again, sometimes there's those times that, you know, people are going to say messed up things. So I think that's one you never really know about the form. Now, as far as um, movement, like there, I think, yeah, question will be super important first. Get a little bit more background info if you were going to like kind of talk about that. But then just an overall anxiety, it's so easy for us to say that, hey, when it comes to the gym space, everybody's going in and they're focused in on themselves or they're not looking at you. I'd be lying if I'd say that, hey, it doesn't feel like people are looking at me when I'm moving and, and different things like that. Uh, sometimes the best advice is, you know, maybe one your environment internally. So I, what I mean by that is like maybe you're, you can listen to something that keeps you in the zone a little bit more. Maybe that maybe you're finding an instructional video that like you can watch the form a few times just to make you feel a little bit more confident and then go do the movement and then like visual visualize yourself doing the movement. So when you do do it, you can execute and you can kind of block off any external noise that, that uh, will show up over there. So those are just a couple of things that stood out, at least for that first part of that, that I wanted to share. And then please add on anything that, that stand out to you. Yeah, I love the I love how you took it from both sides, right? Not just focusing on we need an anonymous name. So we're gonna go Anne's back. Here, I was gonna Anne ask again. Her so yeah. we might as well just do it. So uh you you speaking to not just Anne's side of it, but also the person that's coming up is interesting, right? Because we want to create a good gym culture in general for everyone to be involved. So it's like, you know, if you are that person that's maybe found yourself going up to correct someone in the past, or you actually do think they're doing something wrong to your point it's like go understand what they're doing and then you'll know kind of from there if it is something worth correcting um the other thing never go up to someone in the middle of a set oh i would say is the other thing that no matter what's going like don't don't stop the mid set like find the right time if you want to if you really think they're doing something wrong to go and like try to give them a pointer because there's definitely people that are new and maybe they do need the pointer but you're trying to be helpful. So I think there's like that line of like, you can end up doing more harm, especially if this is someone's first time in the gym or something like that. Um, so I'd say that's one big one. I, I also love your point of like, the more you can visualize and really understand what you're trying to do too, the more confident you can be as the person. So if you are lacking a little confidence, maybe it's because like one side of it could be that you're not a hundred percent sure that you're doing the exercise right. So, but if you go in there and you have that full confidence of like, this is the right form, this is what I want to do. Even if someone does come up to you, you should be able to like kind of shrug that off, be like, no, this is like, and you can explain to them why you're doing it this way. And maybe you teach them something. So there's both sides of it um, as far as how we can look at that. And I think the other thing is like, is it's a lot easier said than done, but like you do have to kind of put yourself in your own bubble and like, you know, try not, if you don't want people coming up to you, you know, try not to make that eye contact. Like I do it all the time where I just like you stare off at the ground or whatever in between sets. If you don't want to have a conversation that day and you're just trying to get your workout in, like do your best to just avoid it. Maybe take the dumbbells or whatever 
equipment you're using, if it's really crowded right in front of the dumbbells, if there's another part of the gym you could take them over to, you get a free farmer's carry out of it. And you get a little extra work in to just move yourself away if that's where you feel more comfortable. I love that you said the extra farmer carry because I literally, the last thing I noted was active recovery. So there is a technique that I like that I've used for somebody who's doing like straight sets or even just supersets. And this is speaking to the person who like, you know, you need to take a break, but like you have a hard time doing it. Figure out some active recovery. And it could honestly be taking extra steps. Like Jason said, it doesn't have to be super loaded farmer carry. Like you could walk with weight. You can also do some like active mobility. You could do little movements like band pull aparts, like let's just say a booty band around like the ankles or top of the knees and doing like leg kicks. Like find something that's super low stress on the body that you can move that'll target a little muscle um, out of, you know, the bigger movement patterns that you're doing and just have some extra movement there. Sometimes that'll keep you busy. So that's one thing I really wanted to make sure I didn't forget. The other thing is like, feel free to jump in on a class. And what I, what I mean by that is a lot of commercial gyms will offer classes to their members. And even if there's like a drop in fee, if you can do like one or two of them, like it wouldn't hurt to take some things that you've learned from it, whether you, you do the classes again or you never do it again, just to give you some more confidence in what you do outside of those classes. So that's something I definitely noted. Now we've both talked about the conversation a little bit, like, hey, I love what you're doing there. You look great. Or like, hey, Jason, I saw you doing this car. Well, I wouldn't know your name unless I came up to you, but it's just like, hey man, like I like what you did there. I just had a question. I saw you moving this way. Can you just explain why you did it that way? That simple conversation, again, you can learn from each other, but maybe it turns into like every Monday, I know Jason's going to hit arms and I'm just going to say, hey, I'll come in on Monday around the same time again. If you're looking for a lifting partner, that can be like something we could do together. Like you never know where those conversations can take you. And obviously it could take you beyond the fitness space also. These are all like fitness and gym related, um, but those are definitely some things too. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it too. Like even, you know, whether it's you get your your gym bro or I guess your gym sis in Anne's case mm-hmm. um, to work out with, like that's definitely going to help you like curb that that anxious feeling because now you have someone For going sure. into these workouts with you. Um, and even like the the classes, you know, maybe you go in with the intent of just doing one or two but you maybe push yourself outside your comfort zone there and like try to make some friends. Cause then even if you're not doing the classes, like there's going to be familiar faces around the gym. That'll take some of the pressure off to where you don't just like, you don't feel so lonely inside this big gym that's crowded. And, you know, there's a lot of things that come into play with this. Like maybe there's people that look the way that you want to at the end of your journey and you're comparing yourself, like whatever it is, And I think that's really like a good approach to it of like the more people you can kind of make friends with, or even like just small talk, you'll get more comfortable in the gym space, especially if you're going at the same time all the time on like certain days, typically people have a routine where they're there certain time periods too. So it's like, it's going to be less intimidating if you know people there also. Yeah. Knowing people and just being like comfortable in the space I'm going to steer that towards like being comfortable in the space specifically. Now, Anne brought up a point about, you know, sticking to cable machines because, you know, sometimes it's a a way to hide. Sometimes it's a way just to stay confident and, and move well. And in her case there, now there's a, there's a twofold to it. One, 
the way that we coach, the way that I coach is super functional. So like in the space that I coach out of, there's minimal machines. We do use a lot of cables, but it's typically dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells. It doesn't mean that like cables and machines are the, or specifically machines are like the end all be all. I think that's a phrase like you shouldn't do them. They're awful for you. They're, they're really not They're and Smith machines. They're, they're all good. They're all great tool to have. I think the more tools you can use within your like fitness lifestyle, the better, because it keeps things exciting and you can target things differently. So uh, there is a time to shine a light on cables, machines, and Smith machines, or yeah, Smith machines, cables, all those extra machines you may see. And that's sometimes just sculpting the body. Those machines allow you to have constant tension in your body a little more extra or a little bit more easier than dumbbells and barbells at times. So feel free to continue using those, but also be aware, which I think Anne shared it that way, that like, hey, I do need to go and use different things. I do need to explore different things. Yes, you you definitely should. I, I definitely encourage you to, but it doesn't mean that you should completely stop using the cables, the machines and, and anything like that. So definitely use them. The other thing too is your workout setup. So what may help sometimes is if there's a part of the gym that's just dumbbells, maybe you can do like a dumbbell superset or a tri set or just like any dumbbell work first, get that over with. Even if it's just a straight set, do your sets at work there. Cause then maybe something else that you need that's taken will open up after. And then if it's a space where you can bring a few different pieces of equipment everywhere, obviously don't move the entire gym, but maybe you bring like a pair of dumbbells or like a kettlebell to one of the machines and then you can kind of pair things together. So, you know, do your best to pair things. Please ask us if you have any more questions about programming of like what to put together, because there's a difference. There's a bunch of differences for endless possibilities for programming where we could do it upper and lower body supersetted. You know, you can just do one exercise at a time. You can do three exercises and we can teach you how to pair those. But for now, just make it simple. Whether that's you doing just one piece of equipment first, moving on to the other, or if you're able to pair a few that are close to each other, definitely do that also. Yeah, definitely. I think that that is a big thing. You know, it's hard to know for sure without like knowing the rules of the gyms specifically, because I know some are like, don't take certain things out of yeah. certain areas, but that's a really good one. If you, when you're getting to like your lifts, if you can pair each of your dumbbell exercise or whatever exercises you're intimidated to go do with something in an area where you feel a little bit more comfortable, like definitely take advantage of that, go do it and just do a superset with the two. And that way you don't have to be in that crowded area with everyone else doing dumbbells where you think that might happen. And you could just kind of do it in between your reps on the machine as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's a tough, like loaded question here just because it's you know a lot of it does come back to i feel like just general confidence and being sure. able to go in and like you know not every if you're if you want to do dumbbell bench like you can't take that to a machine you gotta like get in there get the bench be okay asking you know how many more sets you got like just something as simple as that and like typically like even though I think at the gym, some people can look scary and intimidating depending on who they are, but it's like everyone is friendly. And like most people that I've had interactions with at commercial gyms want to see everyone succeed as well. Like no one's really just going to be, be that way. Um, even the people that are like giving you that weird feeling when they come and correct you, like 
their intentions are good, whether they should do it or not is like different conversation or the way they approach it should be different, but it's like, everyone's got good intentions. So if you're trying to work in odds are, maybe you can make a friend in the process that that would be the way to go about it. Yeah, I do love that. And and it's hard to just say, Hey, everybody's going or getting after the same goal. They just want to become better and feel better and love who they see. And it's hard to like hear that and just believe that and go and just be clear minded. Hey, I'm going to get in this workout. I'm going to get out. But sometimes it is that simple and, you know, find the ways that you can empower yourself with, with different things. And again, it could be as simple as setup. It can be as simple as doing a class to start. Um, Hopefully these tools have helped. And again, like if anybody out there wants us to expand on this within another question or even expanding more based off of this specific mailbag episode, like please ask and, and we'll, we'll definitely do our best to cover everything. Yeah. One thing that um, I just want to, and I, I think it's an important point to emphasize because I liked it just like you're the subtle, like find some movements that you could do in between the sets too. If you are in that area, I think is a really good one to hammer home because I'm I'm looking back, just like looking at the question and it, it says exactly something like that. It's like when they are in like the dumbbell area where they think people might jump in it's like, okay, let me just do this as fast as I can. So I don't have people looking at me and then oh, I can go yeah. get back to like a more comfortable thing where I'm not going to be judged basically. So like having something to keep your mind and body busy, one is probably going to prevent people from coming up to you. Cause I think, you know, this is a rare case where someone like interrupted a set. I don't think too many people are going to do that. I think it's just one bad experience. So just try to let that go. And then, yeah, it's like in, instead of compromising your rest, like if you can do something that's low impact, but keeps you, keeps you moving, it'll give you some extra work and hopefully make you kind of settle in and feel more comfortable in that spot too. Yeah, for sure. I think that's what it's all about. It's we can call it a distraction, but that at the end of the day, you can use it towards your benefit to, mm-hmm. I guess, distract you in a good way. You're still going to get extra work and just make sure that heart rate doesn't get too high within whatever you are doing there because you do want to be able to recover for your, your, you know, your main movement there. Perfect. Beautifully said. So thank you all for joining us on this mailbag episode of Action Ignited. Um, We're always here to help you achieve your health, fitness, and just personal growth goals in general. So keep submitting those stories and we're happy to help any way that we can. Um, You can send those to us either through our social medias, it's at Action Ignited, or through our email that's in the description of all of our episodes. Or if you know us personally, just shoot us a text happy to answer it that way as well um and yeah with that until next time keep tracking your journey ask any questions you do have to us on these mailbags because we love doing them and as always stay ignited